Okay, no. All right, perfect. There we go. Perfect. All right. Yeah, yeah no, it's uh, right. Yeah, I, I uh, my speaker wasn't working on my end there for a second too, but uh, oh man, thanks for uh, thanks for jumping on. I just uh, I just I was bored out of my mind these past few weeks. No, tell me about it. <laughs> oh man, I uh, so like I'm obsessed with UFC, huge fan, and uh, they took it away from me. So uh, I know. Figured, Figured, you know what? I'm just gonna start uh, start something, start a podcast. Had a couple guys on last week, so I was like, may as well do this and uh, try to fill up some time. So thanks for thanks for jumping on, man. I've been uh, I've been a fan for a little while, so oh, thanks, man. Appreciate you coming on. Um, I'm glad I could be one of your guests on. Oh, then thanks for uh, thanks for taking the time. Um, yeah. So like, I guess we'll just start with like. Man, how are things with the uh, coronavirus, man? Like, training's got to be brutal. Um, it sucks because all the gyms are closed. Yeah. So uh, we can't really train at all. So all the guys are, like, kicking the ass. They're just, like, dragging ass. Like, oh, it sucks. <laughs> like, uh, Calvin Cater, of course, he's, like, he has no gym to train at, and he has a fight coming up, you know? Yeah. They're trying to make his fight happen. He's on a Khabib, on a Khabib card. Yeah, I I just heard uh, just heard they're gonna make that uh, they're making the fight happen anyway. They have a venue yep. for it, um, so hopefully at least he gets on that. Uh, yeah, no, he's, he, I, th- I think he's still on the card. I think the card still stands. Um, they just moved it, and um, he's been busting his ass getting workouts and still he's still yeah. been doing this. Thing. Yeah, yeah, it's just it's, it's got to be brutal, man. Like you got no place to train. Um, yeah. Obviously, no one to train with, mm-hmm. um, which makes Maybe it difficult. Yeah, yeah, no one to punch. Uh, so I mean, hopefully they, uh, hopefully they rearrange that and uh, get him a spot. Um, as for you though, how are you? Uh, how are you doing? Uh, do you I'm have good. any ideas on your uh, when you plan on getting back in there? Is there? Uh... Yeah, so I, I've been getting back in the rhythm of training and everything. Yeah. I've been in the gym, and then all of a sudden, all of this happened, and it's like fuck. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but it's. It's been cool though. I've just been chilling, kicking it, keeping. Do you have a shit. Do you have an idea of when you're uh, planning on getting back in there? Or? I want to. I'm look. I was looking for um, May or June. That's what I wanted. Yeah. Uh, so hopefully that can still stand. Hopefully yeah. shit just blows over and it's over and done with by the time they say it's gonna be over and done with. But, Bro. Yeah. Yeah. Do you? Uh, yeah, because you, your last fight was in uh, Korea, right? Yep, December. Yeah. yeah. Um, how how did you find training with that? Because if I'm not if I'm if I'm not I'm, I'm not wrong. That was the only time you've ever fought outside of the U.S. Yeah, I never fought outside. That was the first time. Um, yeah. it was cool. It was it was awesome. Um, oh, hold on, hold on. <laughs> My daughter, she wants to get in on this too. But yeah, it was great. Um, uh, it just. We just stuck to the same game plan and training. Um, the only th- difference is that um, when we got there and we landed, we tried to make sure all of our workouts were the same time frames that we, w- we were going to be fighting. And yeah. I was the, I was like, what, the first, the second card, the first, second fight on the main card. So um, we just tried to adjust to that time. Yeah. Yeah, because... Yeah. Yeah, because the the uh, I mean, how was jet lag? Were you uh, you probably flew over early? You eh? know, what? I didn't experience it until I got back. Oh, okay. When I got back, it was like, oh man, it was brutal. But going down there, like, it was totally fine. 
Like, yeah, it's like a, it's like a full days of travel, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I have a question. Uh, probably yep. one of the few people that's ever going to ask you this. Um, maybe not. How did you get the nickname? So I got it <laughs> when I first, first, first got to Joe's. Um, Joe's ha- Joe has a boxing coach, Steve Bates. Yep. and um, I never, I never did boxing mitts before. I always done Muay Thai. So I started. I was hitting the Muay Thai, and like you know, Muay Thai, they're very slow and methodical, you know, versus uh, boxing where it's more finesse. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> he was always saying like. What the fuck, man? You're so slow. Like, hit the shit. And so that's how I got the name Slow. But he, yeah, uh, yeah he changed that up a bit. He, he was like, we got to fix this. <laughs> how's uh, how's training at Joe's? Obviously, one of the, uh, my favorite fighter growing up. Uh, yeah. Both him and Dan were both uh, very exciting fighters to watch. Yeah. Uh, great. I mean, two great minds. Uh, must be amazing to, to have those two coaches. Uh, Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's it's been awesome training there. Joe's the man. Uh, it's so funny. And him and I were talking just a bit ago. And um, he was like, <laughs> he was like, I'm so bored. I'm so tempted. It's like, fuck it. Open the gym. And just have it. Like, <laughs> just come train. But yeah. it can't do anything, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, like, I'm not even trying to risk it, though. Yeah, it's not it's not worth it, especially like uh like if you have loved ones at home and stuff. Like yeah. Uh, I mean I'm I'm twenty four, so yep. I'm relatively young, uh yep. healthy for the most part. Um yep. so I'm not necessarily worried for me. Yeah. Uh, but grandparents and siblings and stuff like that, you definitely yeah. don't want to put that on, on someone else and kids Absolutely. and stuff like that too. So they they said kids ain't haven't even been getting sick. They said they've been on a lower percentage scale. I think it's like yeah. less than two percent or something like that. Yeah, but. yeah, it's it, it's it's weird. I mean, hopefully, like you said, hopefully they get all this sorted out. Uh, yeah. it's, I mean, nothing on TV, man. And uh, as a sports it's fanatic, boring. Man, it's it's rough. It's yeah. rough. You can only watch so much Netflix. So absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's hopefully they get that card rearranged though, because. Uh, I mean, I feel like that's. I mean, a lot of people have been given the uh, UFC stick for it simply because, like, everything else is shutting down. But it's like, mm-hmm. if you can get it done, you're going to bring in a lot more viewers because yeah. no one's going to be watching baseball. Nobody's going to be watching hockey. It's all I, I eyes think, on UFC. I think that's why they're trying to do everything they possibly can to do it because yeah. it's such a crucial, like, a big opportunity for them, you know? Yeah. Um, so. Uh, for a bunch of other little things too, like even esports events, like some of them, they just held, I think, a Call of Duty event in an empty arena too. What's your? Uh, yeah, you were. Yeah, you, you do a lot of gaming too, eh? What? Uh, what, what are you on? Then? I play on PS4 and on PC. Okay, and what? Uh, what's the game that you've been streaming? Uh, I have Rainbow a lot of uh, Siege. Uh, yeah, a lot of my uh, a lot of my buddies are uh, the guys that watch the podcast mainly are big gamers. <laughs> nice, I'm nice. not uh, I'm not much of a gamer myself, but uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, Siege is my shit. I, I play Siege. some Call of Duty too, but not as much as I play Siege. Yeah, I'm a uh, FIFA. <laughs> that's that's FIFA? all I play. All I play that I can't I can't get behind anything else. I'll, I can't always, play uh, FIFA, man. Always sports, man. That's 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 all I can do. Yeah, they also um, they they just had a. Uh, a tournament that was empty as well. 
It was yeah. before everything blew up. They were like the first one to do an empty thing. It was uh, these two kids from uh, Europe that played against each other. It was a huge yeah. game. Yeah. Yeah, they can only have venues, I think, up to five or ten now, or in some parts of the world, 50, which is, I think, what the UFC is planning. But Yeah. Um, how'd you... Uh, how did you score the uh, the Jones Reyes uh, fight? I've always wanted to ask other martial artists because as a fan, mm-hmm. I I saw, I mean, I saw Jones winning uh, just because I thought he was landing more, or he he landed less, but he was dictating. He had more control. Mm. Um, and as someone who, I mean, I do I did some jujitsu, but don't get me wrong, I've not I don't have a martial arts background, so yeah. Uh, as someone who's been in there and. How did you score? Did you see the damage? Uh, did you see octagon control? What was it for you so, that had it? When I first, so I, I, I'll be real. I didn't watch the whole fight at the time I was working, yeah. but uh, we had it on at the bar. And uh, the first two rounds that I saw, I thought Race was winning that fight. Yeah. I'm like, oh, Race is gonna win this fight the way it's going. And then, um, and then I saw the end, the last like. X amount of minutes of the last round, and uh, I saw Jones start scoring takedowns, and he just started doing what Jones do. You know what I mean? And I think Race was just so just out of it after that. He was like, "Fuck it," <laughs> you know. Five rounds for a, yeah. for a light heavyweight. It's a it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah, yeah. definitely is. Um, yeah, so I, I scored it three, four, five Jones. Mm. I had one, two Reyes, um, but I'm also a Jones fan, yeah. so there is that that bias there too, you know, pulling me towards Jones. Yeah. Uh, but it's nice to hear it from someone who's been in there, experienced it, has fought. Um, what uh, do you have a, an idea for an opponent for your for your next next fight? Is there anyone in mind? Or uh, man, I'm down. I'm down to fight anybody any given day. Um, <laughs> I, I know that's like the cliche thing, but I mean it's the truth. We all that's how we all that's the mindset. Built. Yeah, yeah, you know. Um, I do. I saw that you had posted about the Johnny Walker fight. I would love that fight. That yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah I thought. Uh, yeah, that's the fight I posted, and uh, you were the first name that came to mind. I was like, okay, they're both coming off losses, yeah. but they're both exciting, right? Both forward. Um, you have a lot of finishes. He obviously has finishes. Um, so I, I thought that would be a great fun fight, um, and fan friendly fight, uh, yeah. which I thought would be fun. Um, but, uh, but yeah, that's, that's why I posted it. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I just thought it would be fun. I, I would definitely love that fight. That fight was sick. I think it's definitely up both of our alleys and, um, yeah, that'll be a dope fight. When you said, when you threw that out there, I'm like, oh. I don't like that. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people, man, a lot of people give me criticism for some of the fights I make. Like, yeah. and, and I think it doesn't really matter how you do it, right? Like, because I don't, a lot of the fights I kind of, I don't book them or whatever, but I post, um, I ignore rankings. Yeah. I ignore all that stuff. I'm like, you know what, who stylistically makes sense? Yeah, and based on their last performance, what makes sense? Yep. Um, so you had a streak going before your uh, your last fight. He has a lot of hype behind him, but he's coming off back to back losses. Yeah, it's like it'd be a huge fight for you if you take him out, enter the top fifteen. Yep. And a, a fight, a, a good fight for him. Um, 
but people disagree no matter what I post. So, yeah, <laughs> can't can't win them all. No, can't man. win everybody on your side. Yeah, yeah, no, you can't. Um, and who do you have for the for the UFC two forty nine? Who do you have winning that? Which was two? That's the Khabib, Khabib. fight, right? I, Ferguson beats him. I think Ferguson his he has so much tools. He has so much tools. He can grapple. He can wrestle. Dude can strike. Like he has, and he's so unpredictable. You don't know what the fuck he's gonna throw. Yeah, and you, you, know, he, you don't know. Yeah, he's not scared to go anywhere either, right? No, nah, he could go anywhere. He's like, bring it. So uh, that's gonna be an um, an interesting fight. But I, I definitely see. I don't. I don't see it like him finishing him, but I see him beating him by decision for sure. It's like he has so many ways to score. Like he constantly keeps scoring because he has so many ways, and he can do it from different angles and keep switching it up on you. Versus to Khabib, everybody knows what Khabib's gonna do. Yeah, but the problem is, how do you stop him? Right? Like Dustin knew that's, what he was gonna do. That's the thing. I think the um, the one person that could stop him for sure is is uh, Ferguson. If he beats Ferguson, then nobody in the division's beating him. It, it is what it is. George. Uh, George. George. If he comes down to 55. But uh, uh, maybe uh, Gaethje. Gaethje got some good wrestling. Gaethje's, yeah. yeah he, he don't use it. <laughs> He'd stand in the pocket and swing. But the two can wrestle. And I think uh, the leg kicks will implement a lot into that fight if they were to fight. But I def- I'm still going with Ferguson. Ferguson beats him. Yeah, I think the one thing that he's going to find is, I mean, he's other than the, I mean, he got tagged by Michael Johnson. Yeah. But that was like enough to make him step back. It wasn't like he got knocked down. Tony is going to elbow him in the face. Tony is going to make him bleed. Takes him down and he does get him down. Tony's disgusting on his back. So, you know, Tony's going to be hitting him with elbows, like, you know, pushing up on his face, cracking with elbows, like creating space. He's going to do a lot to create space because he can knows how to do it and dude he has a nasty darts yeah that darts catch is... coming in quick yeah. you know what i mean he could catch Khabib coming in like it's it's an interesting fight it's one of the fights you definitely have to see it play out you can't we can't just keep saying like oh who's gonna win whose side we're gonna pick like you just have to see it out because they're both like really skilled but i think i tipped the hat to ferguson he just has so much more tools yeah Fifth time's the charm, hopefully, right? Like, it's been <laughs> a coronavirus. There's a global pandemic that might yeah. jinx this. But uh, it's funny how they have that curse. And then this big pandemic, it stops. Like, so unusual. But uh, yeah. I don't think any fight's ever been booked five times without happening. Yeah. I was supposed to fight. I was supposed to be on one of the cards. Well, I, the fight was supposed to happen on one of the cards I was on when I was in Brooklyn. My first UFC debut. He was supposed to fight Ferguson. Yeah. Huh. UFC 223. And then then it was Holloway. Then at the end of the night, it ended up being... I <laughs> <Alex. can't> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that was a, that was a good fight. Uh, it could be... I mean, it could be one. But I think Al did... I think that was the best fight Al's ever had. Yeah, he went the decision. He took it on what twenty four hours notice. Yeah, um, so very, uh, I don't know, very, uh, very impressive. Uh, I think yeah. that was the best anyone's looked against Khabib. That was a, it. Was a really good fight. 
Yeah. What, uh, which fight of your career, like if you had to suggest to like someone who doesn't necessarily watch UFC or doesn't know about your fights, yep. um, what fight would you say, hey, watch that one? Um, my, it's, it's a fight. It was when I was in CES. It's probably my favorite fight. Uh, no, it's not probably. It is my favorite fight. It's when I fought uh, Alec Huben for CES. I don't remember what CES it was, but uh, we fought. And that fight got me the Contender Series fight. Yeah, so it's TKO uh, April 16, 2017, CES yep. 44, yep. Uh, Rhode Island. Yeah. yeah. Also, your Contender Series fight, that knockout was unbelievable, by the way. <laughs> Just putting that out there. Uh, <laughs> How was that feeling, like, getting finally getting the contract to uh, UFC um, with a crazy, crazy knockout, meeting Dana White? Had to be overwhelming. Oh, yeah, man. It, it was just a huge weight lifted off me. It was awesome. Yeah. Because, like, I'm like, I um, going into that fight, we knew who we was fighting. Um, we knew we had a lot of background on the kid because small world, rest, every wrestler knows like wrestlers. <laughs> yeah. Um, so like a lot, a couple of my teammates that I was wrestling at the time, they all knew who he was, and they're like, "Dude, he's a savage." But we got the blueprint to beat him. So, um, but it was just, it was perfect. Like I can't explain how perfect that whole thing was. So I, I was even supposed to fight him. I was actually supposed to fight the very first week of um, con- of the Contender Series against um, Daniel Spawn. And that fight didn't happen. Daniel uh, Spawn's no joke. He's, no, a, he's, yeah. he's a stud. Yeah, he's a stud. But we were supposed to fight, and um, that fight did not happen. Um, I couldn't... They, they was, they, uh, something was up with my medicals, and... I had I was like super scared about it, but Mick Maynard and them they were like, "Don't don't worry about it. We're gonna book you on the, on another one. It might not be this summer, maybe next summer, but we're gonna book you." And I said, "All right, dude." I was so I was super depressed about it, and then next thing you know, phone rings. Four weeks later, he's like, "We're back on. We got you an opponent." Then they gave me Jamil Jones, and ended up fighting him. But yeah, that whole era. Whole time in my life, it's just unreal. It was just like everything just went perfect, yeah. the way it was supposed to be. You know, yeah. it feels like all your hard work and everything finally comes together. And uh, I mean, I remember watching that fight and being like, "Holy shit!" And <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, anytime a flying knee lands like that, it's yeah, yeah. No, man, I, that fight was incredible. Thank you. Um, what? Uh, I mean, obviously, wrestling background. What, you find, I find a lot of wrestlers who make the transition to MMA. Some people don't go through with it. What was it? What was behind the decision to do it? Uh, was it the knack to, like, I need to keep competing? Was it that drive? Or was it uh, just something that made sense? You were always in the gym with those guys anyway? Or Oh, you, you, I, I'm not a wrestler. I, I, never, I never stepped foot on a mat of wrestling. <laughs> oh, well. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought you. No, 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 no. I just had like a lot of friends who did, but I, I never. Oh, okay. I didn't. I didn't wrestle in high school or anything. I, I started Muay Thai in high school, actually. My uh, sophomore year in high school, I started. What was uh, What was the reason to uh, to start doing that? Was it? Uh... Um, 
because I was in school, like I was in school and I, I was just fucking bored. And I, I'm not a sport guy. Like I don't really like all the sports. I don't like football, basketball, things of that nature. So I was like, yeah. mm, what can I get into? And my high school didn't have wrestling. I grew up in an uh, inner city high school in Boston. So I'm like, what the hell can I do? <laughs> you know? Yeah. And what I was able to do, I just found that Muay Thai. I knocked some kid out in school, <laughs> and um, I met my teacher, Alex Costa, and he pulled me aside and was like, listen, you're suspended, but I want to introduce something to you. I'm like, what's up? He's like, because you got some power, kid. And he was like, um, here, look at these DVDs. I'm like, what the fuck is this? And it was like Pride. I'm like, a bunch of Pride DVDs. So while I was suspended, I was just watching these DVDs, and um, come to find out, it was MMA. And he introduced me to MMA. So then... I was like, this is fucking awesome. Like, how can I get involved with this? He was like, I got you. So he picked me up. He took me to a gym. And then it's been scoring since then. Did you go straight to the Lozons or was there uh, another? It was a uh, Boston Muay Thai Academy okay. uh, in Dorchester. And um, I was I used to go there all the time. I was skipping school to go there and everything. And um, it just was a fucking magical experience going there. As a 17-year-old kid, and you see all these other guys cracking bags and shit, and you're like, holy shit, this is awesome. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. I did yeah. Uh, I did a little bit of kickboxing when I was really young. I took one body shot and was like, I'm done with this. <laughs> body shots are no joke, man. I took I took yeah. one. I was like, I'm done with that. I'm done with that. Uh, <laughs> did a little bit of jiu-jitsu last yeah. year. Uh, okay. But uh, other than that, man, like – I. No MMA background. <laughs> no MMA background. Just weird passion for it. Don't know how I picked it up. Uh, I watched Rampage versus Rashad. Oh, okay. And, uh, when I saw Rashad or Rampage break that door down, I was like, yeah. yeah, these guys, this is me. This is like, I, I feel that anger. Like, I, you know, I wake up, I stub my toe. I want to do that to my door. Uh, <laughs> so seeing people <laughs> like that, I, I don't know. I, I, Fell in love with it ever since that uh, that season of uh, the Ultimate Fighter. That was a good. That was a fun season. It really was. Yeah, the bad the blood bad fight so. wasn't the greatest, but it was a fun season. Now, why why you don't you get into MMA? Now, why don't you get to MMA training? Not necessarily fighting. Yeah, well, I, I, I did some uh, I did some jujitsu, uh, and uh, I mean I I like jujitsu. I ended up uh, getting this weird disease thing on my foot. Uh, and uh, I went to the, like I ignored it. I was like, ah, oh, whatever, it's whatever. And I went to the doctor, and they're like, thank goodness you came in because the infection started spreading. Um, so it was it was gross. Um, and they were like, you can't go to the mat because it's contagious. Um, oh, so I had shit. to stop jujitsu for a bit. And yeah. uh, I stopped in August, or yeah. And then uh, no, in August they were like, yeah, you can go back. But in September I was going to Europe for a trip. Yep. So I left for six weeks, came back, um, and then I was going to get back into it, and then we got this thing. So it's like, and there's always a reason not to do it. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? You always find a reason not to, and I really I really should get back into it because I, I loved it. Uh, it was always fun. Everyone there, it's like it's a small community. It's just a small gym, yep. um, and most of them are brown belts. And oh, shit. So, and I always found that rolling with brown belts and uh, purple belts and blue belts, obviously I'm just a white belt, yeah. was way, 
I've I learned a lot more, and no, uh, there was no way for me to get injured. Yep. Uh, I, I've rolled with a couple of white belts or people who are just starting. Yep. I always ended up leaving with like a sore, sore leg or bloody yep. nose because they're they're spazzy, right? Um, yep. And I when I started, I was the same way. Uh, and I only have like what six months of experience, so I'm not even that great. But oh man, you was just hitting your curve. Yeah. Six months. <laughs> Usually, at least in six months, you got you got a go to move. You know what I mean? And like. In most positions. Yeah. The uh, Kamara, <laughs> uh, <laughs> rear naked and guillotine. Uh, hey, and that's your game. Triangle. I can do triangle. That's, All that's right. about it. That's about just it. Grow, grow from there. Like, just take that and just keep growing from there. Yeah, I really, I really do need to go back. And I, I really enjoyed it. Um, do it, man. But, you should. Uh, yeah. I, and as for – I did a Muay Thai a few times. Uh, never liked getting hit. So <laughs> I'm an accountant, so very, you know, accountants don't tend to like getting punched in the face too much. <laughs> I could think so. that you should definitely should just stick to jiu-jitsu. Yeah, man, yeah. I, I think, I personally think, like, at least everybody should try jiu-jitsu. I, I understand MMA is like, yeah, like, it's not easy on the eyes. Like, looking at it, you're like, oh, shit, I'm all set with that. But jiu-jitsu is just so fucking fun. It's like it's legit, oh. like fun, and it's real. Depending on who, you, obviously, who you're going with, and everything is safe. You can keep doing it, keep doing it, yeah. keep doing it. Like, I, I, I'm at the point where I just roll with anybody. I don't give a shit, even if they're like spazzy and stuff. Like, I just will control it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, I like, um, like, I'm, I'm small. I'm like a buck seventy or so. Um, so like, I'll roll with someone who's two twenty. Yeah. And it's very different than rolling with someone who's 120. Yeah. Which is why I like it. It's every person you roll with is different. They have a different mm -hmm. go-to move. They move differently. They react differently. They, you know, you may go left on one person and they may let you. You may go left on another and you may end up on your back. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's very, very different. And every person's different. So it's like, it's, it's problem solving, which is why I like it. It's more That's of a puzzle than anything else like who i think it was uh uh john donaher well he says like it's it's a human chess it's like playing chess but with humans like yeah that's what it is it's, you constantly got to think of the like three or four moves ahead you got to like slow things down you got to observe like it's it's awesome and it also changes your way of thinking because once you start developing that side that style of thinking in that way of that mindset you can't turn it off so you start thinking about everything like that like you start thinking about driving in traffic like that you're like well if i go this left i know he's gonna go left and you know what i mean like you start just thinking about man shit like that you start yeah. breaking things down and uh yeah it's, it's cool it's a different mindset different yeah. mindset. it was uh what i found what i loved about it is i'd come home from from jujitsu mm. and all i'd be thinking about until i went to bed was jujitsu, mm. like it uh, and that it was like oh man like you know I had him in the triangle why didn't it work like like <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean like it, why didn't it, why didn't he tap and why it's always like one little detail you missed oh you didn't move like, his arm oh, fuck. I didn't like do that yeah oh, I still see his shoulder <laughs> it's always like that always yeah it must be like that in fights too after a fight you're like Absolutely. man like yeah you look back at a fight like his chin was open like yeah so you can't be perfect you can just get as close as possible 
but perfection yeah. is not real. Just close another, as possible. You know another, what I mean? Yeah. Another question I had for uh, is how, like, what is going on in your mind? Like, when you're in a fight and you're like, man, I am seconds away from possibly knocking him out. Yeah. Or seconds away from I'm possibly getting. being knocked out. <laughs> yeah. It's it's got to be such a weird feeling to know, like, my life is on the line here. What I try um, to do, I can't speak for other guys, but what I try to do is I try to, when I go into a fight, I try to be blank as possible. Like, the blankest mindset you could possibly have. The blankest. Like, I try not to have anything in my mind. You know what I mean? I, I just try to be focused on what I need to do and just a blank mindset. Excuse me. So when I go in there, like, all that shit's out the window. I'm just, like, clear-minded. Go. You know? I gotta, And try to be very mindful and present in the moment. Because if you start thinking about, oh, like, like how guys get into conversation, like, when they get into conversations or, or they, like, they believe, oh, I'm gonna knock him out, I'm gonna knock him out, I'm gonna knock him out. That, that, that tunnel vision that you get is like it's not it's not realistic. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like the vision of like it, you don't see in a tunnel vision. You see in this wide area. Like you know what I mean. So it's like why you have that mindset. Don't have that mindset. Don't go in there. Oh, I'm gonna knock him out. I'm gonna knock him out. That's when guys go in there. But oh, I'm gonna knock him out. Then they get taken down or something. They they hit that shock factor and they're not used yeah. to it because they they already in their mind thinking about knocking this person out and then they're getting taken down and then now they gotta try to think of something else, but they still was thinking about knocking them out. Like, nah, just go out there, fight. That's it. That's all you gotta do. Yeah. Just fight. Just go out there and perform the best ability. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Try to clear your mind of everything negative. Yeah. You can't yeah. you can't go in there with that type of mindset. You cannot. Because if you do, you're just gonna beat yourself before you get in there. Have you ever been on the receiving end of like a Nick Diaz or Conor McGregor type trash talk in there? Like someone being like, come on, hit me. Like and has that ever like affected you? No, 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 no. I um, the closest I've ever been to something like that was the Alec Huben fight. He talked so, he talked so much shit to get that fight. He talked mad shit to get that fight. And me, I, I'm not a shit talker. It's, it's not. It's just not what I am. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like where I come from, you talk shit, get hit. It is, it is what it is. Somebody's gonna come to you and crack you. You keep talking shit. So I'm like, all right, like, especially if we're gonna fight, I'm like, bitch, I'm gonna see you. So like, what does it matter? So you know what I mean? And uh, he was talking hella shit for that fight. He got the fight. We fought, and uh, I'm like, I didn't say nothing to him. Like I didn't talk no shit to him. I just like, well, what is there for me to say? I beat your ass. I don't have nothing to say to you. Like, yeah, well, you're done with. You know what I mean? But I get the antics of talking shit i get it it's to sell get people in seats you know what i mean i get it i totally get it it's a dumb formula but it's a formula that works um and for some people like chael sonnen it gets them fights yeah maybe, yeah alec Huben maybe well, like, some, get like, some fights they wouldn't necessarily get unfortunately like guys like uh first of all we we don't give him enough credit which he should he's one of the, the pioneers of that style bisping bisping yeah. like uh, Connor, uh, Chael, like all these cost guys, check, cost constantly, yep, check. Yeah, all these guys that constantly talk yep. shit or whatever like that. Like, like yes, that's like like Bisping. That's organically him. You meet yep. him off air, on air. He's a shit talker. Like that's him. He just kicks it like yo, fuck it, blah 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 blah. He just goes in. That's just how he is. But like some other guys, it's a it's an act. 
You'll go. Yeah. I, I'm not gonna try to throw some guys in the bus, but you know, what I mean, when you see them in person, they don't act the same way they do in that front of that camera. It's legit and act like, like switches, switch, yep. cell fights, get people in the seats. Yeah, it's, get it's under not people's for me. Skin. That's not that's not me. Like I, I'm a shit talker. Like I'll talk shit with my friends and stuff like that. Yeah. things of that nature. But I'm not gonna talk shit to like. To sell, like you know, what I mean, like, like yeah. I, I get the concept of it, but it's just, it, I don't, it doesn't feel organic to me. Somebody's talking shit to me, yeah, I'm gonna talk <laughs> shit back, but I'm not gonna like go and pursue it and like start the shit talking. Nah, like, yeah, nah, yeah, I don't, or act like be mad, like pretend to be mad, like be in someone's face, like in face offs and shit. It's corny. It's not me. I ain't gonna do it. Yeah, you know, uh, it's it, just, it, from a fan perspective, like. Guys like Mike Perry were up in your face doing weird stuff. Yeah. We love it. Yeah. Um, but if it's not who you are, like that's Mike Perry, right? Yeah. But you saw someone like Joe Lozon, who's known to be classy. Who, yep. If you saw him do it, you'd be like, "What are you doing?" And like, if, if I also not- do that, he'll smack the dog shit out of me. <laughs> he always <laughs> like, "Don't act like a dickhead. Don't act like a dickhead." He always tells us that, like, "Don't act like a dickhead." I, uh, yeah, man, I've been the joe fan for for so long uh so i mean it's amazing you get to to work with them every day uh but what i liked most about him was that right like what you see is what you get he's not there to start shit he's there to be humble win fights yeah humble and defeat uh classy when he wins uh and dan was the same way i mean not as many people know him he has he wasn't in the ufc as long yeah Uh, but uh it's awesome that you that you you give you give him some uh, some clout, give him some pull. Yeah, Most I don't people think... don't like uh, a lot of people won't even mention his name. They always mention Joe, Joe, Joe. I'm like, nah, don't sleep. D'Lo's a beast. Yeah, well, it's I mean, he, yeah, he was he was a pioneer, right? He's a pioneer. Um, but a lot of people, especially people who weren't fans back in the day, like Dan it's, was. Yeah, don't know. They don't. He was leaving right as I got into it. Yeah. Um, but I watched a lot of past videos and past footage and stuff. So I, uh, I mean, he had some, he had some wars. Uh, so really, I mean, he deserves just as much credit as Joe does. Uh, just Joe's in the UFC longer, had a nice win streaks, had some huge wins, um, and still competing. Um, he, we won like a few months ago, uh, I teared up, man. I teared up seeing him win that fight. Uh, I almost felt like I was part of it. I've I've watched him for so long, and after everything he'd been through uh, with his son and everything, seeing him win in that fashion in front of his own crowd was was really really nice to see. Yeah. All right, man. Um, thank you for taking the time. I don't want to hold you up too too much longer. I know you've got. Uh... I'm not really doing shit. I was playing games. <laughs> yeah, you got kids and all that stuff, so. Uh, I, I appreciate you taking the time, man. And this, like I said, man, you're my third third person on my podcast, and it's a UFC fighter, man. Like that's Dope. amazing. So uh, appreciate <laughs> you taking the time, and uh, no problem. We'll, uh, keep in touch, and best of luck, man. Hopefully you uh, you get that fight, Johnny Walker in June would be amazing. Yeah, um, no, dude, I'll be sick. I'll give a huge shout out to you. <laughs> I- that that if you say my name after the fight, man, that would be incredible. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> no, man. Uh, all the best. Good luck yeah. and uh, appreciate it. Yes, sir.